<laughs> a little bit. The girls, yeah. Man, we was crazy back then. We took, oh, man. Oh, oh, wow. oh, you guys are ready crazy. to rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys What's are all ready? Yes. Yeah, you guys are ready. Mike's ready. This episode is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Head to MacWeldon.com, use promo code Tyson for 20% off your next order. Hey everybody, welcome to our first episode of Hotboxing in the New Digs. Yeah, I can dig it, man. You're echoing. Am I yeah. echoing as well? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Fuck we'll work it, on that. But, yeah, it'll roll. Um, we got a great guest today, man. Hey, yeah. tell me about it, man. Listen, he comes from a great area, but listen, I didn't know who the fuck he is. Man. I don't know nothing about it. At one time, you couldn't rap without me knowing. I don't care if you had a deal or not. I knew all the rappers. I know, bro. In 19, what, 1987, I knew every, 86, I knew every rapper. Yeah, Any yeah. rap. Every rapper in the world, I just knew who they were. Even if he was coming up and he would lived in Tokyo somewhere, I just knew the kids from Tokyo coming up. I just knew the world back Damn. then. I don't know nobody now. Damn, oh, that's shit, crazy. It's a well. new game. Well, we got our man IDK. IDK, IDK. Yes, what's IDK yes, for? Yes, that was interesting. It's actually uh, it stands for ignorantly delivering knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, ignorantly, yeah, yeah. Delivering ignorantly delivering knowledge. knowledge. That's because that's the only way these dumb niggas are listening. You feel me? Yeah, but listen, it's, nothing's really ignorant. You know, yeah. it's like what was it, like Socrates saying that he just don't know. He knows that he don't know mm. anything. No mm. one knows anything. Oh. Who Erica are you? Badu. What? The man who knows something knows that he knows nothing, nothing. at all. No, that's, that's absolutely true because when it comes to the fact, how old are you now? Uh, I'm 27. Oh, that's beautiful. Because you know what? I had to become like probably 40 and then I have to find out who am I? Where did I come mm. from? What is my purpose here? Mm. Mm. That's real. Who am I? Who that's am real. I? That's what real. is Mike Tyson? Yeah. That's not even my name. But what is mine? What is my purpose in life? To mm. knock people out, to make money, to lose it all, to go broke, to come back and make more and then act like I'm bad and I came back, or to learn from that and be humble. Mm. What is it? I don't know. Damn. That's, that's always changing. That's yeah. very, yeah. It's always is it, changing. Is it for me to come back and be a monster and get revenge and burn my fucking enemies down? Or is it to me to thank them for putting me in that position to be enlightened? I don't mm. know. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think yeah. it's the second one <laughs> if I was to choose. You feel me? Damn, that's real as hell. Well, tell us, man, what's it like being a young up and coming rapper? Mm. And, and people know you. Must, you must mm. feel like a mm. god mm. in a way. You know what's funny? What? It's funny. Like everything you're saying about being humble and stuff, I was just having this conversation with somebody about money, right? So, like, I'm just now coming into a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? I'm the first millionaire in my family, you know? And Congrats, I li- brother. Thank you. And I literally was like, man, I'm glad it's happening when I'm 27 and not 17. Actually, when I was 17, I went to jail uh, for armed robbery. I've been to jail like three times. I've been to state prison in Maryland, everything. Just a baby, too, right? A kid. Like, 17, I got charged as an adult for robbery. Um, And I, you know, basically could have thrown my life away, but I was able to turn it around. I thank God for that situation because it made me way more humble and it also made me patient. It made me understand it. It made me think mature. It made you humble. It made you um, uh, aware, alert, afraid. Aware. Uh, um, I you think know I was how hard afraid it is to be humble. You know I, how tough that is. That's real too. I think I was afraid when I went in. I think when I left and I came out, I was more determined than afraid. Like. I think that's the reason why I had the courage to do music because I knew that it would be hard to get a job, you know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, let alone, I'm already a black male in the area that I'm in. And then on top of that, I have a felony, 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, where will I work? How am I going to get a job? How am I going to do anything? Um, luckily, in jail, I learned how to rap. I was writing music and stuff. All the inmates used to want me to, like, rap for them. Mm. So it was like a Friday. Like, everybody was like, yo, yo, you, I see you writing all the time. Freestyle. Like, spit some shit. Like, you got three books. And I was nervous at first. And I got over my fear from that. So by the time I got out, it was like, okay, I can try this. I can step into this. And it took me like really like seven years to really see something significant from it. But I kept going. And what I did was I used that little bit of um, encouragement that would come from small accomplishments to keep me going. Because there were so many times I wanted to quit and I was depressed. I thought like I was wasting my time. I thought my life, I wasn't going to be shit. Even though I was trying hard, the music wasn't catching the way that I needed it to. And one little thing, like a fan might say something nice to me or somebody might reach out to me like Wale uh, say, oh, yo, I like your music. I'm paying attention. I'm like, damn, you know about me? And then it'd be like a blog, like Fader Magazine or Post Me or something. Just little things would happen. spark and keep you going. And it'd be like, you know how like... um, you're trying to lure somebody to something and you just put a little bit of bait and a little bit of bait and a little, that's, that would be the bait until I finally came to where I'm at now. And I still got a long way to go, but I'm here. Hey, you, you know, let me tell you something about it. It's so funny that you said that. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, I came, when I first started boxing, you know, I'm a, I'm a kid. I was locked up. I learned, I got, I was discovered in boxing. I was 12 years old. And I was boxing with a, a guard there who was an ex-professional boxer. Mm. And we were boxing. He started teaching me how to box. And mm. one day I broke his nose. And his wife said, I don't want you boxing him no more. Mm. And so he took me to somebody else. And he took me to this guy. And for some reason, I was a guy. It's a street guy. Rob still do anything. Shoot you. I, oh, I was a savage. I was a monster. Nobody cared. I didn't love myself. That's why I showed it by acting like a savage. Mm. And um, this old white Italian guy said, um, he told me I was handsome. And he told me I was good. And he gave me um, five or six um, life affirmations. Damn. And then all of a sudden, I thought my name should be reigning with Alexander the Great and Achilles. Where did that come from? How did that happen? Mm-hmm. I'm nobody. I'm a bum. My mother and my father were nothing. This guy told me a few words, and I, I took those words in. And now I think, oh, my God, I don't let me see a mirror. I never saw a mirror I didn't love. I fell for, I fell madly in love with myself. I turned into a monster. I had to be humbled. And still, I guess, no, it's not true. The only reason it happened, because God is jealous of me, because I'm reaching up to this level. No, I'm not going to stop. I'm never going to stop. No. Then I just had to keep getting humbled and keep getting humbled. Mm. And then I felt myself here, empty with nothing, broken. You have to say, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. I should be dead now. Why am I here? You know, men are not meant to be humble. Men are meant to be humbled. Damn. You know? That's real. Well, the universe will certainly do that. Oh, there's no doubt. The universe has you thinking you're the baddest motherfucker that God has existed to being on your knees playing, oh, God, please have mercy on my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Facts. Absolutely. It's it's funny you say that. That's me when I went to jail. Yeah. It was like, I thought I was this, that, and the third. My mother used to say, uh, you know, you know, don't do this. You're going to get in trouble. Obviously, the shit that every you know mother says. And I'm 17. I'm like, man, duh. Like, I'm, that's why I'm not going to get caught. And I remember she would always say, if you ever go to jail, I'm not bailing you out. I'm never going to call you. I'm going to disown you. I went to jail, and that was the things that was in my head. And immediately, like you said, 
it humbled me because I'm like, damn, I'm in this environment. I'm the only one. I'm by myself. I'm scared. I don't want to deal. All these other different inmates is trying to test me. And they all together. I'm by myself. I'm like, damn, that humbled me. Like, I'm like, I'm not what I keep trying to be or thought I was. And I'm just a human being like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And the only person that had my back in that situation, not my friends, nobody that I was with when everything happened, it was my mother. You feel what I'm saying? So I know without that situation, that was the first test that I think I got from God humbling me. You know, that was the first time I really saw myself feel like, okay, I need to tone it down and get it together and think differently. I've had probably three or four more times when that happened, especially with music. You know, you'll see things going crazy. Everything is going good. You know, people messing with you. You start feeling like you don't have to hit certain people back. You know what I'm saying? You feeling like you, you don't have to respond to certain texts or whatever. You, you walking in thinking you this, that, and the third, and then you drop that one song that doesn't do nothing. And then nobody's talking to you no more. Nobody's. That happened so many times back and forth with me to where I learned that on the way down, a lot of these same people, you know, they're going to be around looking at me. I need to, uh, uh, you know, be grateful for all the accomplishments, but always know that it could go away. And I need to have a plan for that when that happens. This music industry is people expect it to be like this. And it's not that it's literally no, it's not like that. Or it's like, like no, no. Listen, no. Listen, it's what you want it to be. You create the way you want it to be. Yeah. You believe that it's like this and that, so it will be like that for you. Mm. You forget about forget about believing like that. Only remember being this way, mm. and it'll be that way for you. Mm. Your thoughts and your mind is your life. You just signed a deal, Man. right? Yeah, I literally just did a joint venture um, uh, with Warner Brothers, meaning I have my own label. Um, I'm a 50-50 partner, and I own my masters. Mm. You know what I mean? Awesome, man. Yeah. So So. this is the next chapter of your test right here. Yeah. Because this is when you're going to start to get the money. Yeah. People are going to start to know who you are. Right. People are going to be reaching out to you. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to be loving you. Mm -hmm. What does that feel like? Um, You know, right now, it feels good. But it's also like I know that it doesn't need to make me feel like I'm better. I don't know how to explain it. Like um, I got a new crib and it's a really nice spot. Um, everyone loves to come there. I LA? invite people there. Yeah, in Mount Olympus. Oh, Everyone. I know Mount Olympus. Oh, they yeah. got niggas there now? Yeah. Oh, I'm the only one. I'm the only one. Yeah. I'm the only one. Right now, right now. I'm the only one, and it's like, I'm That's young. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. funny. Let's see you. <laughs> Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Their website is... Evan, Mike's here, and he knows you've been taking all of his Mac Weldon stuff, so... What? What do you mean, dude? Evan, is that hey, my brother. shirt? What do you got my shirt for, Evan? What are you Sorry, doing with my shirt, Evan? Why do you do that, Evan? Why just, do you always it's the taking most my shirt? I know you've been taking worn, my shirt for a while. Keep the shirts, okay? Okay. But listen, let's make sure this never happens again. Yes, sir. Okay? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Fuckers could send me some stuff, though, and I'd give it all to Mike. That way I wouldn't have to steal it. 
Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. And with the quick buy button, you're literally one click away from your purchase order and your new underwear. It's very exciting. I got to tell you, I'm wearing the t-shirt and the shorts right now, and they are the most comfortable things I've ever worn on my body. No bullshit. It's pretty awesome. I highly recommend. Great for working out, great for chilling, but they also look great. So it could be good for a night out as well. Right now, we've got a very special offer for our hot box and listeners. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com. Enter promo code Tyson for 20% off your first order now. That's MacWeldon.com with promo code Tyson for 20% off your first order. One thing I train myself to kind of one way I train myself to think before I, I, I um came into it, I always was thinking like this. So you know how people say when someone has a lot of money and someone doesn't have a lot of money, we look at them equal. You're supposed to all be equal. We all human. I kind of feel a little bit differently. So when I see somebody at McDonald's working, right, and they're like, um. They're busting their ass. They're doing everything they got to do. They got a smile on their face, and I'm working, and I'm getting whatever I want to get from them, um, you know, ordering my food, whatever the case may be. I don't look at that person equal to me. I actually look at that person above me. Why is that? Because I don't know how I could work for that amount of money every day and probably have a family and kids that I got to feed and have a smile on my face. So... A person that can do that to me is a special person that I want to strive to be like. That's interesting. That's interesting. So let's go through another scenario. Okay. You don't know who that person is. You don't know what he woke up to this morning. Right. You don't know what if he came from another country and his whole family's been tortured to uh, cut the pieces and stuff. Mm -hmm. He's from a different clan. Right. Now he's there. Right. We have no idea. We need to know these people's lives. Right. Can't make judgment of their lives. Why he's down there? Why he's working? Maybe he loved them. Maybe that's his lifely. That's that's his life possession is Mm -hmm. working. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's all. Maybe that's the theory of him accomplishing something. Right. 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 My my whole subject. I look at that and I see um. I say that's me. That's my mother. That's my father. Right. That's more than my mother and father. Right. 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 You know what I mean, and so right. why am I doing so well? And he's in and he's in that situation, but I don't know his life, so I can't mm-hmm. say maybe he's in a good situation. One hundred percent. Maybe he's happy. He has a job. This is mm-hmm. his family. Mm-hmm. So we don't know it. No one's situation. Because I look at this when I was younger and I had quote quote when I was poor and living in the quote quote ghetto and I had nothing I was blessed and so I became quote quote the Mike Tyson quote quote rich and famous and then I became cursed so what is the deal with that Hmm. huh so what's the deal with that when I was poor I was blessed and when I was wealthy I supposedly made it then I became cursed Hmm. so how, how does that become about how does that happen yeah. It's my lifestyle. I'm living my lifestyle. It's my gin. It's my soul. It's my spirit. It's not correcting the way God wants it to correct. Right. It has to be brought back to justice. It has to be brought back to humility. Mm. Everything's yeah. good. Even though I'm getting locked up, but I'm blessed. I'm with the right people. Nobody's hurting me. Nobody's doing this and that to me. But I'm blessed. I should be dead. Well, before I even started boxing, when I was a kid, I should be dead. Why am I not dead? No, my other friends are. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think there's two things. I'm not smart. These guys was in school. These guys said, school. I never went to school. I was an idiot. Couldn't read and write for twelve or thirteen or fourteen. So why is why is these guys? They're smarter than me. They got good families. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They didn't have to rob and steal. 
But they did it anyway. So why did they do that? I had to. I had nothing to do. I had no food at home. I had no family structure. My mother's a prostitute. My father's a pimp. They don't care really about us. But how? why did God give them the fucking ability to believe they can have children and raise children? How did they believe they can take care of kids? What yeah. the fuck were they thinking? Well, when you were a kid, you would probably say that you had a certain type of mental thought pattern at some point. Like you talk about when Cuss started lifting you up, telling you what a handsome kid you are, what a great boxer you could be, all that. And you started to believe it, and you started to view yourself in the eyes of Yeah, that's awesome. Achilles and Alexander. That's awesome. But listen, yeah, let me ask one thing. Why would he tell me that? I can't handle that stuff. I really, that's my, 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 my path, my career, proved that I can't handle that stuff. Why did he tell me that stuff? Why did he give me an ego? You know what I mean? I, have, I don't have an ego. Why did he give me an ego? Why did he make me believe that stuff, that I'm special? Well, there's nothing special about me. I'm from trash. I'm from Brownsville. Why did he tell me that? Why did I grasp to that? Why did I meet him? Who is he? First of all, you had certain mental thought. You had sort of, uh, you had a specific thought patterns that put you on a trajectory to become the world heavyweight champion. Then you had new thought patterns created because you started, you had, the dream was realized. You had all the money and all the access you could ask for. Then what? But why wasn't I happy? Why didn't I make that? I was told that was going to make me happy. Because that has nothing to do with happiness. I realized yeah. that. I thought 100%. that was going to make me happy. It made me miserable. My life yeah. was, I was miserable. Wow. I wanted I to kill myself. Wow. I, I hate myself. Wow. Why do I have a piece of shit? Why do I have all this money and they don't have anything? These people don't have anything. Why do I have all this money? I'm nothing. I don't mm. have an education. I rob, steal, I kill, I do anything to people. I'm bad to people. Why do I have this? Why is God blessing me with this? This is this God. I don't deserve this. How could I deserve this? I've hurt so many people since I was a baby. All my life, I've been, I've been, um, object of the law. My whole life, I've been the fucking, I've been a, I've been a felony my whole life. My mother, my father, we've all been involved with crime. Which brings me to the universe, higher power, spirit, whatever it is, has yeah. a plan for you. 100%. Beyond what we think it is. You know, you get into a certain thing in life. And you start thinking, oh, this is it. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is who I am. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, the universe is showing you, you know what? That was a good little platform we got to. But you know what? This is the next thing. It's funny. I thought about this. And I'm a spiritual person. Um, I believe that there was a God, higher being, whatever you want to call it. I feel like I was put on this earth. To walk in the darkness in order to bring people to the to the light, I almost look at myself as a sheep in wolf's clothing, not a wolf in sheep's clothing, but a sheep in wolf's clothing. I feel you. I you dig feel that. what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah. I fucking That's love that. Yeah, Jay. yeah. That's how I feel because I went through a lot of darkness and I've done a lot of things, but my intention is always good now. Like especially now, like everything I do. Everything that I talk about, everything that I've been through. I, I, here's an example. Back home, right? I'm not from the hood. I'm from a middle class family. Like your friends, I was one of those kids that didn't have to do none of the stuff I was doing, but I felt like I wanted to. When I went to school in PG, if you don't go to a private school, 
even if you live in a good neighborhood, you're going to a bad school. All of the all my kids went to private schools. All the public schools is bad. Yeah, so off the hook. so listen, I already Duke Ellington School. All that, all that, you know, you already know. So listen, so listen with me. They bring guns to school. All that. So look with wow. me. I'm literally in a situation where. I already don't get good grades in class. I'm already like getting in trouble, you know, doing little things. So now when you throw me in a high school full of other troublemakers mm. and they from the hood, I'm not going to hang out with the honor roll students. I'm not, I don't have, I'm not, I don't You're relate not interested to them. In that. So I'm, I'm hanging out with the niggas from the hood and they like making fun of me because where I'm from or where I live and I'm like, I got to prove myself. So I'm doing worse stuff than they doing. You feel what I'm saying? But I went to jail and college in the same year, state prison and college in the same year. Mm. That's a perspective not a lot of people have. Being middle class and going through what I've gone through, but then still being able to relate to niggas from the hood because I went to jail. I can talk all the jail lingo. I can tell you about the hookups and all the different ways people eat and all the like different things that you would only know when you're in jail. I can talk about that so they feel like, they can relate to me. And then when I say, look, but I'm I'm a millionaire now. I I was able to turn all of that into this. You can do the same thing. Now, those people who probably couldn't relate to anybody else who had money except for people that was doing the wrong thing can look at me and say, okay, maybe I can do the same thing. And that's ex- an example of being a sheep in wolf's clothing. It's like I appear as a wolf because of what I went through. You know, if you look at my videos and stuff, you probably think I do this, that, and the third. If you meet me, you'll see that I'm really not all of that. I'm I'm a I'm a nice person. I have a good heart. I have compassion, and I'm trying to help people. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. If I was a straight sheep and everything was right and I was doing everything good, and I would be just like all those other people that's telling these kids in the hood, hey, go to college and don't do this and that, get a job, da 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 da. To them, they can't relate to that. You know what I mean? They can't just relate to that. If that was the case, all of them would be doing that. They wouldn't be looking up the drug dealers. How did it come to, where did the music start for you? Did it start in writing raps? I was in a sixth grade, and again, I wasn't really always getting good grades. I was struggling in school, but I'm in the sixth grade, and we're in English class, and the English teacher says, okay, here's five words that all rhyme. I want you to make a poem out of these words and everyone made their poems and had to present it to the class and when I remember when I got to my poem I did mine and the whole class was laughing because it was clever how I put it together the teacher everybody and then she was like no that's a good one that was a really good one and that was like kind of gave me a hint like okay maybe I could rap a little bit maybe but I, I never thought about it seventh grade I wrote my first song I used to Back home, they used to wear North Face jackets. I, I couldn't that. afford one, but I wanted one so bad. I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted one so bad that I wrote a song about it. You feel me? And um, I remember I'll get, I'll go to the lunch table and I'll have somebody be like, "Yo, this is the beat." I'll show them the beat and I'll be like, "Do this beat," and then I'll rap the joint. And then that was like my first rap song. So seventh grade. Wow. Tenth grade. Fast forward 10th grade, I was writing a little stuff. I wanted to be like Wale and Kanye West and everybody. So that's how I'm writing, basically biting them, writing the same way they would write and stuff. Writing just like them. And then left it. And um, I went to jail the first time. It was for four months. Um, And I started 
doing like writing songs, like singing. And there was a time where like the guards, everybody would ask me to sing too. And I would do that. And I left the rapping thing alone. I was in a go-go band. So I was doing go-go. You, Nigga. Already know, you know what's up. Nigga, Chuck Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you already know. So I was in a go-go band doing my thing um, before I got locked up. So I was taking that same mentality. You're too young to be in a go-go. I thought they don't do that stuff. No, now. they, they, they were young bands shit. back then. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yes, yes. They still do it to this day. It's actually probably bigger than it's been really? in a while right now Fuck. yeah yeah it's a big movement going on with that chuck brown with the man <laughs> yeah I feel you. so boom um in jail um right singing and stuff i get out um i'm in school everything trying to get my life together violation i go back in jail for two months um I, my lawyer couldn't get me out of jail i convinced the the clerk's office to let me out because I was in school, I was doing good. I needed to like get my shit together. I don't need to be in jail. I can come back from my court date. I'm not a flight risk. I'm talking to them every day. I need to do this shit too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it. I did seven. What was that? Seven locks? Is it seven locks? Oh, you went I there. Locked seven locks. Damn. Okay, that's crazy. So boom, like I do that, um, and I get out. So I'm out for two months, and then I go to jail for my court hearing. Um, my initial sentence was three years. Actually, they gave me two years. Oh, for real? Seven last year, the motherfucker. Damn, they gave me they gave me fifteen suspended to. <laughs> they gave me nah, you good, you good. <laughs> they gave me fifteen years suspended to three, and I did three. It was supposed to be on home detention. I violated home detention after two years, so I had to do my last year in state prison because. Usually, if you if your sentence is under sixteen, I mean eighteen months, you do it in jail. But my sentence was overall three years, even though I only had a year left. So they sent me up the road to state, and I did that there. And that's when I like started rapping, rapping, like really writing, like really trying to like, okay, let me like try to put these words together. Let me try to make songs. And when I got out, the way I used to release music, I used to put that shit on YouTube, and just. This is how I used to do it. So on Facebook, I had a lot of friends on Facebook, like maybe 2,000 friends. Mm. I would see who's online and copy and paste. Yo, 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 yo. Just send it to everybody. Mm. Yo. And then the people who would respond, I'll be like, yo, I just got this. I got this song. I wanted you to check it out. I want to see what you think about it. And I would do that shit all day long, like all day, like back to back. See, most people would just send you the link and... Yo, check my music out. Or just post it. It don't work shit. like that. Yeah. Because that's spam. Mm. But if you say yo first, then it's like, what's up? And mm-hmm. then you hit them with the, they're more likely to pay attention. So that's what that's literally how I started marketing my music. I remember I put my first song out, and in a day or two days, it had a thousand views. And I'm like, shit, a thousand people listen to this? That must have been an exciting feeling, huh? Hell yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. That's what, that was the first spark. Remember I was talking about the bait? Yeah, that was the first thing when I would see those views and stuff. I'm like, all right, maybe let me. So I was trying to release music once a week at first, and then that was just too much to do. Um, and then I, I remember I used to sell sneakers and stuff, and I remember I said I'm gonna sell all these sneakers. I'm gonna take this money. I'm gonna holler at my boys. We're gonna put some money in, and we're gonna shoot a legitimate video. 
and my first video was five hundred dollars. It wasn't you know a lot Amazing. of money, but uh, the first video was forty dollars. The, the, this the second video was five hundred, but it was good quality. Everything looked cinematic and shit. I'm like, damn, this is tight. I put that out, and it's accumulating views, accumulating views, and then next thing you know, it's at fifty thousand views. And I'm like, damn, this is working. And I just kept realizing that maybe I put quality into my stuff, it'll happen faster. I made a lot of mistakes. Not everything worked, but <laughs> I spent a lot of money. But it brought me to where I'm at here right now. And over the years, I learned how to navigate the business. And if I didn't learn how to navigate the business, I wouldn't have the record deal that I got right now. I would have a regular artist deal, probably. You feel me? Yeah, but tell me, what made you, let's go somewhere else. What made you ever want to be this? Be a rapper? Yeah. Who did you see? What gave you influence to say, hey, that's who I can be? Or Mm, I can even do that. What made you think you can do that? I think Wale, honestly, was the first one. Kanye West. 50 Cent, but these guys were like huge megastars. They didn't feel accessible. Wale was from where I'm from, and I saw him one day. Yeah. I was at, I was getting pizza, and he was at the pizza place. And I'm like, damn, this is Wale. Like, that was accessible to me. So I felt like I probably would say he was the first one to make me feel like I could probably do this. Yeah. And then as I started to get bigger and started to meet people and know, you know, get, get to, Bigger, big artists that I've been like, I thought were unaccessible, that made me really feel like, okay, let me. Let no, me but, keep I was trying. Up, but I'm trying to say right now, what is the center, the center of it? Like, um, what makes you think that people should come and get your autograph? What, what makes you get that oh. feeling that you want that? What gave you that feeling that I want somebody to ask me for autograph? I want somebody to Ooh. notice me. So I let want, me be, I want to be accepted be real with you. I don't think I've ever said this before. When I was a kid, I used to get made fun of. Cause I didn't I have the yeah. shoes. I That's didn't have the I wanna clothes. Hear. I want to hear that. Niggas was like, I used to be depressed going to school because I was so dark skinned. Well, I'm not even that dark skinned, but people used to make fun of me because I was too dark. Seriously. Like, it was about light skin with like cornrows and stuff like that. So everybody's making fun of me, making fun of me because I'm African. You know, my parents are from, my mm. mom's from Syria, my dad's from Ghana. I'm African, people making fun of me, it made me not. Like myself almost Well I feel you You feel me That's why I asked that question Go but, ahead Cause I'm a kid I don't know what's going on I, I'm Now looking back I'm like no kid is supposed to feel like that You too young to be thinking about Feeling like that I'm feeling depressed almost As a kid Because I don't want to go to school And get made fun you of No that drives you to Become who you are Exactly yeah. Cause then I remember one day it, I remember I used to get One pair of shoes Maybe two If you know I might get another pair on Christmas um, A year Seventh grade, I had some sh- some chucks and I had some Air Force Ones and then beat them shits to the ground and everybody was making fun of me. As, uh, and then I remember my grandma bought me the Charles Barkleys for uh, Christmas and I'm like, all right, I got some. But they were white, so that was a big mistake. But I was just finessing them joints for a little bit. Then eighth grade, I had to go to Pennsylvania because I was giving, you know, getting in trouble and stuff. They, they sent me with my uncle. Pennsylvania... Pittsburgh, they don't like the way we dress down there, so they making fun of me even more. And I had a pair of Jordans that my friend had, and I asked them for them. Them just was fucking fake. So one day I go to wow. I go to I go to lunch, and I'm somebody sitting down. It, somebody peeped there before. What? The Fuck. jump man was going the other Fuck. way. Fuck. No, Listen, no, no. the jump man was going the opposite way, and somebody with the real one, and he was fat, and you couldn't see his fingers. There was no detail. I'm like. 
I knew they were fake though. At that point, I already knew, but I was like trying to, fin- I was trying to cover the back up. You know, if you don't see it, you don't know. You know what I mean? Fuck. Man, they. I just remember everybody laughing behind me. And I look back, and then somebody comes and starts pointing at the back of the joint, oh, and then they put their shoe next to mine, uh, and they're like, uh, they just going uh, in on me the whole, five. all the girls, everybody, man. Did I, you cry? Did you cry? I didn't cry. I just, I felt bad though. I remember that feeling. Like, Let me tell like you a story. Can I feeling. tell you a story? Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me tell you a story. That's, wow, fuck. that just <laughs> took me back to my life. <laughs> I was a little kid one time, and um, I was skipping school because they had kicked my ass in school the day before. So I would just go to school for lunch. And right. after lunch, I used to walk around the school, stay around the neighborhood to school. I would get my books, and I used to go home and have to see the people. They kicked mm. my ass earlier. Mm. And so I'm in Brooklyn, New York, and so when three or four kids came over there, and they said, yo, you got any money? I'm saying, no, I'm probably nine years old, ten years old. I said, no. And so all we found all we keep so they check my pocket with no money. And so the guy said, You wanna fly with us? And I said, Yeah, I don't know what fucking fly me. He said, climb the fence and give us those crates, the milk crates, so I climb the fence I do. And so they walk with me, so they they said, Go in the buildings, in the buildings. I went in the abandoned buildings. So I don't know if these guys are gonna do something to me, fucking try to kill me, rape me. I don't know what I'm just a kid. You know, so I'm going to this building, we go on the roof, and I see the birds and pigeons and stuff. I said, wow. And so I'm up there all day. I'm psyched with the pigeons. I got birds shit on me. I got tar on me. I got dirt on me all day. And then they say, yo, I'm going to the center tonight. They, they got a jam tonight. I didn't know anything. I never been to a party before. I'm 10 years old, 9 years old. I never been to a, a jam. I never did that stuff at the center. So I go there, not knowing that I should have went home and washed. I never washed before. I don't know nothing about changing clothes. I only go to school. And when I went there, I still had the shit on me, the tar from the pigeon coop. And so everybody was laughing. Who's this dirty motherfucker? Y'all know this nigga, man? Who the fuck is this dirty, nasty, funky-ass nigga, right? And I was I was crying, but I was laughing, too. But I was crying. I was just scared. Man. And so I remember um, one of the guys, he was an older guy. He was a friend of one of those guys that said, you want to find me brothers. And he said, sure, get the fuck out of here, but meet me at the pigeon coop tomorrow morning. Mm. So I went up there, and so he came. I was there tomorrow morning. I went to the pigeon coop the next morning. And so he was there, and so... He took me someplace, he knocked on his door first, nobody answered the door, so he took me in the back and he opened the window, he put me in the window and he said, open the door, motherfucker. And I went over the door, we robbed the house, there were guns, there was money, it was a lot of stuff. I was just 10 to 9 years old, but I, I didn't know what happened. So I remember, he, he didn't give me much money, he gave me like 5 bucks, but $5 was a lot then. Yeah, yeah. But it was a couple of thousand dollars, I bet, but he only gave me 5 But he did something, he went and took me shopping and bought me a bunch of clothes. And he mm. said, make sure you come in the fucking center on Saturday, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> And he said, see what the shit, make sure you wear the shit I bought. And I came and they didn't even remember I was the same person. Damn. The people that were laughing, they didn't even know I was the same person. Wow, wow. They were yeah. around me talking to me. They didn't know I was that person. They were laughing at me, made fun of me, told me nasty, stinking motherfucking bum. They didn't know who I was. Damn. Who was that guy? That nigga crazy. probably dead down. Yeah. That's but crazy. I'm just saying shit. It showed me that people were materialistic. Right. And, and was, they didn't remember me. How could you not remember me? You humiliated me like a week ago. Right. They right. didn't remember me because I had different clothes. I looked like a Mac. I had Pierre Cardin on. I had fucking weeded, tweeted pants on. I had a fucking long jean watch and I'm 10 years old, nigga. That, and that's funny because literally that after eighth grade, ninth I couldn't grade. couldn't tell time. But you had to have, I couldn't fucking tell time. Do you understand what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I couldn't tell yeah, time, yeah, yeah. but I had to look this way. This is how you had to look to be accepted. Right, right. I yeah. couldn't tell fucking time. Right. I had to have a watch. I had to have a chain. I had to have the Pierre Cardin. I had right. to have my tailor suits. I had to, he took me to the tailor and made me a fucking suit. Mm. I had pads on the uh, pockets on my side and shit. Mm. It was crazy in the 70s, nigga. Damn. 77. Damn. 76. 
Can you believe that? That's yeah. my life. I remember I got to rob and steal to have to make happy. Right, In order right. for me to be respected, I have to hurt people. Mm. I got to give respect. I have to rob them, maybe kill them, mm. for people to respect me. If I don't do that, I'm fucking food. Mm. They've taken my, all my shit. They take my money, take my clothes, my sneakers, everything. Right. If right. I don't do that, they don't see me doing that. Being an animal out there, they, they're going to feed on me. Right. Right. Isn't that crazy that they think like that? <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we have to be a kid and live in that environment. That's crazy, yeah. And it's see, all about fear. If you're not cutting these motherfuckers, shooting them, making these people afraid of you, they're going to do it to you. Right. That that literally, ninth, eighth grade, going in the ninth, I said, I'm not going to be that person anymore. I'm going to figure out how to get some money. I'm going to figure out how to get some nice clothes. And I, nobody's ever going to make fun of me for not being able That's to That's what I said. I said the same thing. Ever again. I said the same thing. Yeah. And then when I, when I realized what life is about, life is about giving everything away. You know what I mean? Anything that you feel you love, you have to give it away. Yeah. Anything you feel you can't do without, you got to give it away. If I can't do without my wife, I got to give it away. I can't be with her no more. If I'm totally, solely um, impelled on her and this is my wife and, I, and nothing more important than her, then I have to go away because nothing's more important than the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all that's important. So, uh, when, I, when I go on the toad, you know what I realized what it all comes back to? It all comes back to getting on your knees and praying and worshiping, realizing that we're nothing. You know, and the elements is everything. Yeah. I say to myself, how can I dare even think I'm a god or say I'm fucking a god or think I'm a Kitley the Alexander? What the fuck is on my mind? Am I delusional? Who am I? What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Am I so small? I want to be so big. I think of fucking delusional shit. That's real as fuck. Why am I so scared I have to be a fucking monster? Who am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? I'm afraid of myself. Mm-hmm. I want to be a bad guy, tough, mean monster. I want nobody to know how much I'm afraid. That's real. I was going to ask you, when you um got into boxing, right? Uh, I guess it's like you do amateur boxing first, right? Mm-hmm. So as an amateur, like, were you like beating everybody? No, no, no. Um, no, I wasn't beating. I've lost fights, but I was... I was um, I was very good because they taught me a little bit, and I, I learned quick. Mm. I was really ferocious and violent and mm. unpredictable and just, mm. just mean. And, and so people would take their kids out of the tournament. They wouldn't let me fight their kids and uh. stuff. So I had to fight older people all the time. Right, right, so right. I'm 14, 13, I had to fight a guy 28. 28 years old? Yeah, 30, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Damn. So when you won your first big match, what was that? The big one, first big one. National championship mm. in 1980, 81 or something like that. And you won that, and you won a lot of money for that. No, I didn't win any money, but the whole, the whole, the whole, um, the country and the whole world saw me fight. Ah, oh. you know, and all the boxing people that like boxing, pro fighting, watching up and coming people, and they were very excited about seeing me. I was very, um, I was very um, reckless kind of guy. Mm. Mm. How many years into boxing was that for you, Mike? From when? From when you started to get to that first national championship. Um, one year. One year? One year. Yeah. So you were like 14? I knocked everybody out. <laughs> you were 14? Yeah. Knocked everybody out in one round. Wow, man. I had was real, fast. I had an incredible trainer. I had a master trainer. Yeah. Custy Amali is incredible. He, he worked with my psychic. My feelings didn't mean nothing to me. Nothing meant the only thing that managed my glory mm-hmm. and my objective. My objective was to mad them annihilating somebody. Mm-hmm. And the more I annihilated, I had a low self-esteem. And he told me, if you don't feel you love this, the more the more you annihilate these people, the more the world will love you. Mm. Fuck. So that's- well, it goes back to that thing 
we've talked about here, you've said about the importance of the ego, because without your own ego, you'll just get shit on your whole yeah. life, you know, yeah. because no one is going to stand up for you or do anything for you other than yourself yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Everyone else around you has ideas about who they think you are and what they think you should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the good thing about the ego is that that gives us the strength to stand up for ourselves and to find the confidence to go and do what you did. Mm. You know, um, do you feel like because you had so many fights on the street as a kid before getting to meet cuss that he just plugged in the, the mental attitude portion? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He's always said, he said, where you come from, they're good fighters from where you come from. Always be proud from where you come from. He mm. made me, he gave me pride and dignity ah, and he gave yeah. me an ego where I came from. I know, I don't even want people to know I came from Brown's book. I'm so ashamed to be from right. these fucking niggas. These are savages. He says, yeah. oh, you should be so proud to be from there. Yeah. What? Huh. He says, tough fighters, all great fighters come from there. You know, in the 20s, the Jews in the 20s and stuff. Yeah. And he was just telling me that. And he just always made me proud of myself. And like, then next thing you know, he give you an ego. Your ego gets so far, you, you ask for God, please humble me, God. Right. And your, your ego is a straight, a straight confrontation with God. That's what it is. Mm. It's a direct confrontation with God. Yeah. It's the balance. Hey. You know, really, we're so even sometimes, you, we don't really, when I'm here, I'm young and stuff. God's going to do what to me? How's God going to hurt me? I'm invincible. Look at me. God gave me this to be this way. And then you get 50 years old, and all you do is say, God, please have mercy on my soul. I get 50 years old, I'm scared. Mm. I want God to have mercy on me. All the fucking shit I did now, I'm asking for mercy. Yeah. All the shit I did now, I'm scared. I'm asking for mercy. It's getting, it's getting close to meeting God. Mm. I need the, what can I do now, God? Can I give the money away? What can I do now to buy some mercy off of you? What, what you think the wildest thing you've done? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what you think the wildest thing you've done that you need the most mercy for is? Or is it a lot that you can't even Yeah, I don't even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. God knows. Yeah. And as you get older, you want you 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 want you try you try to buy your what you buy his friendship almost. Right. You almost right. want to buy his friendship. What can I do? You get so scared, God. I know you're gonna get me for that, huh? You remember I did that too, don't you? Yeah. You know, as yeah. you get older in life, you get closer to meeting. You're dealing with your mortality. You all the things that you did, all the pain that you caused, it comes to the head. He said, "Who do you think you you think we forgot?" True. You're doing a great life. You're doing good. You're doing great to your wife and your children. Your business is good. But did you think we forgot what you did, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. I I was gonna say so. All right, back to this money thing though. What is your like experience when you first saw your first million dollars? Wow, you know what I did with it? Yeah. What? What? Like, how did you feel about it? What? You know what I mean? Did it even hit you, or it just was like whatever? No. Um. I'm on my my mind was already in the set that that's nothing. You know who I am. You know what I'm gonna make. I was already in that ego was taking over mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. even knowing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and then you was young too. And I was saying, "Fuck, that's all I'm getting." <laughs> I wanted the money. Those other guys got. I wanted those Olympians, but they got more. I'm fucked. That I want more money. I'm better than everybody. Why do they got more? I keep comparing myself with everybody. Mm-hmm. Everything I compare myself. Now I'm the best of all the fighters. Now let me see. I want to compare with all the other entertainers. Do I make more money than them? Hmm. Then when I beat them, that what about the owners in the past? What about God? What about that king t- uh, twenty years, thousand years ago? Am I better than him? Hmm. <sighs> now why did I still, who what made me who gave me the inclination to think like that? Why am I thinking like who the fuck am I? My mother's a prostitute, my father. Who am I? Shut the fuck up, nigga. Who the fuck are you? 
but it still clings to I think I'm somebody. Mm. Yeah. Well, you are somebody and you are nobody. Yeah, you better remember that nobody a lot, though. Yeah. You know? That's exactly kind of what gave me the encouragement to be what I became. So much of getting beat up, in a sense, as a kid, verbally, mentally, and like niggas like not fucking with certain exactly. things exactly made and you then, feel like you want to be something. But then you look something. at the other guy that nobody ever say nothing to. You better not say nothing to that nigga. Yeah. You shit. Yeah. Leave it, nigga. Don't say it. you better not act like you mad. He took your shit. Yeah. I wanted to be like those guys. Mm. You know, yeah. those guys. I'm not even made to be like those guys, but I want to be like them so bad. It's not even in my blood or my bones to be like them, but I want to be like them so bad. I want to kiss their feet and worship them. I want to be like them because I'm nobody. <laughs> Ooh. Crazy, right? What the hook could do to a motherfucker? You know what's crazy? What? I was watching this thing. I don't remember where. It was on YouTube. And it's about this guy who, or this village of people who are basically like cavemen almost. Um, I don't know the right, correct word. But they were living happily with like no clothes. They were used, yeah. making their own stuff. Everything was good, right? And this white guy comes and he's like, he comes to the, the place, he's filming everything, and he introduces himself, and he learns their language and everything, and then he starts giving them money. And then they take the money and walk miles and miles and miles to the market and start buying stuff. And then now they're coming back with radios, and now he needs batteries, and he needs all of these things to listen to his radio. He likes music, all of this stuff, right? Oh, this sounds good. But Go now ahead. he needs money. So he's asking this guy every time, yo, I need some money to go get this. Then he starts making up lies. I need money to do this, but he'll take the money and do something else. Mm. And now the next one is I need money. Like he's like needs money now. He got clothes now, like raggedy kind of clothes, but still clothes now. All of this stuff, shorts, whatever. And he's like, now I need money to get a boat so I can get to the market faster. But the white guy's like, nah, I can't. If I give this guy a boat, they're going to move. Their economy is going to grow too fast because they can move too quickly between town and back and forth this guy's like nah i can't do that he's like man i need a thousand whatever it is rupees or something like that because it's like near india he's like nah man i can't do this i can't do this i can't do this i mean the guy fucking he comes no he comes back he threatens to kill him he gets the whole village to turn against him he says you can't leave this village until you give me my money and he's like tripping you know what i mean not letting this dude leave. Um, the camera crew, everybody's in danger now. Eventually, they say, you know what? All right, I'm going to give him the money. They give him the money. They roll. He rolls, and everything is, I don't know what's going on now. But you see, they were happy when they didn't have shit. Yeah. This nigga comes and introduces them to money, and look what the fuck is going well, they on. They say money is the root of all evil. No. That's what my no. last video I just dropped today is um. basically about. The misunderstanding of money is the root of all evil. Right. I think that's you know. more accurate for sure. Right. Money in order, to, in order to handle money is an art. It's an art in handling money. But, 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 but think about this, though. How many people know how to handle money versus not know how to handle no, money? No one knows how to handle money. So it still is the root of all evil. There's a few people that get it. Very few. But not a lot of people get that. Listen, know what? This is how the game is played. The money, the wealth, the wealth got is so big; it's bigger than ever it's been in the history of the world, right? Right. And it's the people. Um, 
what is it, the masses get used to, just like in the poor African countries. Right. Um, they don't expect nothing. They stop expecting things. Mm-hmm. And when you stop expecting things, you're happy. See, guys like us, we expect shit. You know, I expect to go someplace they're going to pay me for my time. Mm-hmm. I expect them to lace me out a great hotel, great limousine, or, a Rolls Royce while I'm there, good food. Have them give me some extra money. If I was doing drugs back then, I'd make sure they had my fucking drugs ready, make sure they had some bitches for me if I was that way back then. And it's just that's the way it was. Mm. You know? Yeah. Nah, we definitely expect. And that story of that guy is like a low level of what expectation can do. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I realize in life now, in my life, I don't expect anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just don't expect anything. Right. Um, I got, I don't know if you would expect a gift. I have a gift for you. Yes. Yeah. You cool? It's time. I got this gift. This is a special gift. It took some thought, and I was like, I'm going to get this for you. Because it's something that I like, too. Do you know anything about the toad, man? I don't know about the, well, I know a little bit about the toads. I know about the toads. But I also know about the pigeons. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you like the toads and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I found out about. I found that out a little after I already got the gift for you. But I want to bring it in. Yeah, so how you feel with your Rolex and shit on your arm, man? I don't, honestly, bro. I don't even like Look this. Look at this, bro. Wow, a roller. Yeah. You got a roller. That's a roller. Huh? You look beautiful. Yeah. But what am I gonna do with that fucking bird, man? Can, I don't know. I can't you do know, with that bird. You know better than me. <laughs> Where you get this bird from? We got it from a uh, place. I, like, I can't even put it with my brother. My brother, that bird got yeah, the examined right before he's even oh, next yeah. to my birds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a what big a bird beauty. nigga. Just, you, know, but you can't put birds in with birds unless they've been examined. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> shit. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever got get done you feel me but that he's a cool dude That's a good he, was, looking he was flying Beautiful. all over the place the other day i mean yesterday you catch him no we didn't catch him oh uh, we bought him we bought him <laughs> no you said um, he was flying all over but you had oh to caught him. him yeah yeah yeah. in the room and stuff Holy shit. He was a beautiful, little nervous, bro. but it's a cool bird. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beautiful. So bro. you gonna name him? You got a name for him? Nah, nigga, it's a roller. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bird, it. The roller. It's that simple. The rolling pigeon. Rolling That's pigeon. That's so awesome, bro. Thank yeah, you yeah. So no kindly. problem. No problem, bro. For sure. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Bro. But um, yeah, that was unexpected. Jay, I wanted to ask <laughs> yeah, so you about listen. this piece you oh. got, man. Yes, it's beautiful. Thank you. Is it this black is a, diamonds? Black crystal? It's called a juicy stone. Where's it from? Um, well, I haven't done research on exactly where it's from, but I got it from a jewelry store. See, I had this thing of, um, I know right now it's like a lot about white gold and all of this stuff and, and diamonds and things like that. But for me, I felt like I wanted to be more into different types of stones that look beautiful. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's a more unique thing to do. And this look comes from, uh, Mansa Musa. Yeah, and the richest man in the world. Right. My my, my son took one of those those tests who he was in the previous life, and that's who he was. My oh, eight wow. year old son was wow. Master Musa. Wow. And he always talking about, this is how I'm going to become a billionaire, dad. And then I found out, hey, that's the richest dude in the world. Yeah. You might have to go. He's yeah. always thinking he has um, the little scripture how to become a billionaire. He's only eight years old. Damn. Sorry, I said, what He's you on track, I said, bro. what are you worrying about yeah. money for? Yeah. But, but, but let's go back, though. You said how I feel about this Rolex, right? Yeah. To be honest, the more I look at it, the more I have it, I don't really feel shit. Like, I used to, like, want to have a Rolex and have different watches and stuff because that was, like, one of the things, like, you know, growing up, like, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. And I got one, and I got actually got two of them. And, I mean, it's just whatever. It's whatever. It's almost, to be honest with you, there was a time where I'm like, man, Rolex ain't shit. I want an AP now. 
I want this. And it's like my mind is already starting to think like that. I got to tone it down because it's like. Why do you have to tone it down? Because like it's, it's only going to lead to wanting more and more and more and so more. So tell me more. something. Tell me something. Okay. Who do you want to be though? You know, how old are you now? 27, you say? 27. So who do you, how do you, who do you, what do you want to be at, say, 35? What do you want to do? Your, when I'm 35. The, the, the zenith of your life, when, when most of your life is older, when you're at the top of your game, who do you want to be? What do you want to be? I think one thing I'm trying to. What does that look like? Yeah, that's what I want to say. What does that look one like? thing I want to do is two things. I want to direct movies. Mm. Uh, that's one of the things that I'm like, when I'm 35, it's funny. Exactly when I'm 35 is when I kind of want to be into that. Um, and then the other thing I want to do is um, I want to eventually open up some type of animal sanctuary. I don't want to say a zoo. I want to kind of revolutionize. Why would you want to do that? You love animals? I love animals. Well, you ever have animals before? Yeah. What kind of animals you have? I used to have birds. I used to have um, um, cockatiels. I used to yeah. have, uh, uh, um, I had doves. I had. Um, What's those African birds that talk back to you? Oh, African gray parrot. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He's talking shit to you. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Black nigga, get out of here. What motherfucker? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, my uncle used to have one of them. Holy shit. But I, had that, I used to like turtles and shit, like all types of different animals. I like. I used to love watching Animal Planet as yeah. a kid. Oh, yeah, me too. Wild yeah. Kingdom. It was Wild Kingdom for us. Okay, okay. Wild Kingdom. Yeah, I used to love that shit. So pretty much that's one of the things I want to do. Um, I want to get into like impact investments. So basically invest in things that make an impact in the world. You know what I mean? Um, that's like. Like um, this isolate, right? I don't know what isolate CBD. Oh, CBD? Yeah, that's in the world. Yeah, oh, yeah? That we're living in, yeah. It's the Man. future of medicine right there. CBD? Yeah, I got that shit in my house. Yeah, I got that everybody shit pumping. does. Everyone does. So it's the future of medicine. Maybe yeah. I need that shit for my fucking knee. We all I've been do playing that. basketball to, lately and fucked up my knee. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm starting to get there. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. But um, what's it called? That's kind of like what I want, man. I, outside of those things that I want to accomplish, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think there was a point in my time in my life, and I'll probably get back to this where I just. When it's all said and done, I wanted a family that loves me, you know what I mean? And I wanted to create an environment better than what I kind of grew up around, you know what I mean? But there wasn't really a lot of love or affection being shown, regardless, you know, you came from the situation you came from, I came from the situation I came from, but they're similar in a lot of different ways, you feel me? I think that I wanted, I think that was my ultimate goal, if, even if I was like, I would take having like making like five hundred thousand a year or something, and having a family over being a multimillionaire and not ever having that. You know what I mean? So I think that's what I always wanted to strive for. Right now, I'm kind of so focused on what I'm doing right now. Um, I know that that will come, so I'm not like rushing to do that. You see what I'm saying? But I think later on, I'll get back to that kind of thought process where that'll be probably my ultimate goal to have a family and, you know, reproduce and be able to teach my kids the things that I may not have learned and try my best to steer them in the right direction so they can do the same and the legacy can continue, you feel me? That's kind of probably what eventually I'm going to get back to. You can do it how you want to do it, man. You know, I mm -hmm. think that's what this is all about. Maybe you can do it 
free of any expectation of what somebody else has done or what some idea you had 10 years ago about what it looks like. Yeah. And you can just do it the way you want to do it. Absolutely. I, don't, yeah. I was one of those dumb guys. I didn't feel like I deserved it for some reason. Oh, dude. I went through that stage. I got all this. This fucking guy don't got shit. I'm a no good fucking nigga. And this guy's a good guy. And I got this and this guy don't got that. Mm. That's a trip. That's a trip. It's a fucking trip. That's man. a trip. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, what the fuck? I think this guy's a good guy. Man, Jay, it's been awesome having yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome young Thank brother. you, man. I appreciate you having me. I don't know what we're going to do this fucking pig chicken. I'm fucking with the bird's going to die again, man. <laughs> don't say that. Let we'll him figure, figure out something. We'll There's figure a bunch out something. of beautiful, happy, nice yeah, people that are going to yeah, figure no this out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll find a place yeah. for him. Mike. Nah. Great show, man. Yeah, this is a great yeah, this, show. Yeah, this is our first, uh, second show since we've been back, right? Second show France. since we've been back. First show in the new yeah. digs. Yes. It's dope, man. Tight. I'm oh, IDK, everybody. Yes, in the yes, house. yes, hey, yes. Do you want to yes. say something to anybody? Yeah, where can everybody look, find you? looking at you. You want to say oh, anything? Oh, yeah, man. Listen. You love anybody out there? Listen. Give a love <laughs> shout out. A shout I love out. everybody, first of all. Listen, Second of all. Can you want some, you want some advice from a guy who think he was a player? Hmm. You want some advice from Gazi? Fuck yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Um, never lie to the women. Mm. And tell them the truth. Mm. You will have you 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 listen. You 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 have no idea how much power the truth has. Yeah. Tell yeah. them the truth. Yeah. It's and listen real. to their bullshit after you tell them the truth. But again, they have to submit to the truth. I don't care who, how powerful them is. They have to submit to the truth. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, That's how real. mad they are for so long, they got to submit to the truth. Right, right. The truth, right. Is, the truth is God. They have to submit to that. Right, right. Damn, that's real. I appreciate it. Listen. This is an honor to be up here. No, it's been, real. I've been really I wish I told the truth. It. I just wish I told the truth. Yeah. Yeah. A second that. Yeah, yeah, we said to the truth. Absolutely. I heard no. that. <laughs> Tell them the truth is okay. They can respect They respect it. They don't like it, but they respect it. Right. They, they they don't respect the lie. Once they don't respect the lie, they don't respect you. You. Right. Yeah. Facts. Man. Beautiful, well, it's, it's been real, man. Thank, Thank you guys you, so much. Oh, I appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate you, man. Hey, hey. Shout out IDK. IDK. IDK, you don't smoke weed, nigga? New I'll album coming out. Weed, you, you drink this new album. Is he real? It's on the way. Yeah, you real, motherfucker. Is mother. he real? feed real. Hell yeah. I'm real. Love it, Hey, bro. he said I'm real. He said I'm real, yeah, so I'm real. Okay. You feel Motherfucker's real, so dog. Hmm. You can't worry about people. People don't know. We don't know what real is. We don't know. Yeah, if, what is we real? Don't know we what is real? real? We don't know don't if this know. a dream. What is this is a this dream? real? This shit? I don't know. I don't this, think it's real. All this bro. skin? It, this is real? I don't this know. It's a dream, too. We don't know our purpose. We've been put here for a reason that we have no idea what it is. Facts. Yeah. You know? Facts. We're just enjoying the ride. Facts. This is an awesome ride. One moment to the next. All right, everybody. Yeah. Fuck. Great episode. Awesome. Great episode. Awesome episode. Hey, be sure to subscribe. To our YouTube channel, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. And we Evan appreciate Britton. you guys. I'm Evan Britton with my brother Mike. Love, brother. Our new brother, IDK, in the IDK. house. Ain't Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Until next time. You know Drake and we know hey, yo, Drake yo. and Migos is, and those guys. Is this bird going to get high? This episode is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Head to MacWeldon.com, use promo code TYSON for 20% off your next order.